0: Hi, I'm Grant Defrain, and welcome to Defrain Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred, and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned to the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry. Well, can somebody shout praise the Lord this morning? Yeah, you can do a little bit better. I figure do a little bit better than that. seated. <laughs> glory. glory. Thank you glory. worship team. Brother Trevor that song was just phenomenal. Your song that miracles song that we sang uh, before that last glory to God. I thought he was just going to sing we are the champions you know but we <laughs> I mean we are the champions are we not? <laughs> but uh that, that pushed all my buttons in the right places, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's such an honor to be here with you. You know, uh, the meetings have been so good. I feel like some things have been spoken like they were just for me. I kind of felt guilty that the, the service had to be interrupted just to minister to me, you know. But uh, I've gotten so much. And when Pastor asked me to minister last night, my first thought, I'll just confess to you, my first thought was I prayed, God, help me not mess anything up. It's been so good, you know. <laughs> And then uh, I started to repent for that unbelieving prayer. But then I found out that's the same prayer pastor prayed right after she asked me to minister. God, help him not miss anything up. <laughs> God will help us this morning. God will help us and uh, <laughs> he'll help me and he'll help you. And if I don't say it right, he'll help you hear it right. How about that? Are we in agreement? <laughs> Glory to God. Close your eyes. Say this with me. Father God. We're so grateful, We're so grateful. For, all the you've on us. for all the abundance you've bestowed on us. Thank you that this morning it continues.
1: Thank you this
0: morning. My heart is open. My heart is open. I'm, receptive. I'm receptive. And I ask you, Father, I ask you, Father pour, pour, you into pour into pour in me. In impart in to me. In impart in me. Open my, eyes. Help me, my, my eyes. eyes. Help me see. And increase me, increase me. me. more and more in Jesus' name. In Jesus. I'll get all I came for. I came for. Amen. 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 That's what we do doing. we're getting all we came for. Not leaving anything. You know, as a Christian, there are times it's okay to be greedy. Amen. <laughs> when it comes to sitting at the Father's table, you can, you, can get, you can just eat it all. Don't worry about anybody else. And if they don't get all theirs, take theirs too. Bless God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I remember I traveled with Brother Hagan, you know, for seven seven years, and one of we had a lot of responsibilities and different things that we had to do. It wasn't just all the glory that everybody thought all the time, but, but uh, but it was it was worth it. It was all worth it. And uh, one of the things we'd have to we'd have to catch the people in the healing lines. You know, we were we were the ushers. We were everything. And uh, I, re- I just remember I learned. You know, you'd learn some things as you go along. And and I remember I learned because not everybody in the healing line was particularly receptive. And I just re- remember if I have to catch them, I said, bless God, if they don't take it, I will. You know what I mean? I'll just, just, just learn to be hungry. Learn to be kind, kind of greedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So you ain't getting mine. You ain't getting mine. Uh, you're on your own. You leave some, I'm taking it. I'll have you turn in your scriptures. We'll just, we'll start uh, in John chapter 5, if you would, and Uh, I've had some things stirring on my heart and uh, we're all believing together to see how it would come out. Amen. 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 Glory. 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 And uh, thank you, Father. In John chapter 5, let you get there. Uh, Starting right in the first verse, I know you're familiar with the story, but we'll read a little bit of it. It said, after this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered. Now, what's this next word, everybody? What were they doing? They were waiting. They were sitting there waiting. They were waiting for the moving of the water. Verse 4 said, For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool. Uh, What what season you figure that was? Had to be summer, because that's when you go to the pool. (laughs) Right? I'm I'm practically a scholar. So... (laughs) An angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. We could say, stirred the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie, knew that he'd been now a long time in that case, he said to him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed, walked on the same day was the Sabbath. Obviously a great healing passage, but there's really some more application here that I want to use out of this passage than, than just the subject of healing it would include healing but I want to call your attention back to that first part there where it said there was a great multitude of people around the pool waiting they were sitting there waiting something about that just, just uh, is strong in me right now and they were waiting for the moving of the waters tell me somebody how did all that waiting work out for them <laughs> Huh? Good. Was it? Did it prove to be an effective strategy? No, no. It didn't. Sitting around, waiting, <laughs> waiting for something. Yeah. Huh? No, because listen, I don't know if your imagination works like mine. But I, I mean, have you ever visualized and stopped and see what this scene looks like here at the pool? I mean, we're talking about it said a great multitude of people. I mean, you know, we have we have a nice crowd here this morning, but I don't think anybody would say this is a great multitude or even a multitude. I mean, you're a great group. (laughs) Really, you are. And uh, (laughs) you're a great group, but you're not a great multitude. So we're talking more people than sitting here in this room and they're around the pool. And some of them was blind. Some of them are are withered. I mean, some of them lack limbs. They're cripples. In bad shape. And they're all around the pool waiting. And they're waiting for the water to be stirred. And can you imagine the scene when the water is stirred? (laughs) Because you you have a group around the perimeter who has positioned themselves and then when the water's stirred, it's like shooting the gun at a, at a swim mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom! Everybody's, everybody's yeah. jumping in. Yeah. I figure they had to have the angel who did the stirring, but another one to clock it like yeah. they do on the Olympics, you know, to, to kind of, because they can show you just who exactly was the first. <laughs> well, we know who was the first. Who was the first? The one who could swim out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they had to have attendants there to help the rest of them that were not first. And then, you know, you just know that a group of kids would come by someday and they'd say, this is the, this is the pool where they're waiting for the angel, right? And they'll say, 10 bucks if you throw a rock in the pool. Because <laughs> what's going to happen? Boom, everybody in the water. And then once you get out of the water, you see, I mean, once you go in the water, then the second tier of people, what do they do? They all scooch up to to lead position. And you're talking a great multitude. It might be two years before you get back to the front. And I mean, this guy's beside himself. He's frustrated. Jesus Jesus says, will you you be made whole? He's like, "I, I don't have anybody to help me in. And the guy with the hangnail just keeps running right over me and I'm crippled. You know what I mean? The one that's not, the one that's able to just jump right over everybody. They're all getting it. Come on, yeah. Come on. <laughs> so anyhow, that's just how I think, you know. Praise God. But, but you know, it's so wonderful that, because how frustrating would it be one person at a time, at, at one particular season, when the angel want to take a bath? <laughs> You can see him, can't you? You know, and going down there with his floaties. (laughs) (laughs) Stirring things. But (laughs) there's a better way. I say there's a better way. And you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. Now, Now this talks here about waiting for the moving of the water. And all through scripture, many of you study the word, know know it to be the case. The moving and the flowing of waters doesn't just represent healing, but it really represents the moving and the flowing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 But do you know really what's what the majority of the body of Christ today is doing regarding the moving of the Holy Spirit? They're sitting around the pool. Huh? No, they're at the pool. They're at the pool. They come to the meeting. They're at the pool. Oh, Jesus, help us. Come on now. (laughs) And they're really, they're waiting. They're waiting. But I'm so glad that Jesus came to this guy and he said to him, will you? Will you? Now, that's an interesting statement. I mean, it should be obvious. Does he? You could say it this way. Do you really want to be well? (laughs) Well Jesus I'm here
1: right.
0: Duh oh, Is it not obvious right. Evidently it's not obvious Evidently just being present right. is, not, is not all there is right. hmm? And what does most, most of the People of God pray anyhow Lord will you will you and what's jesus saying will you lord will you we're asking you we're asking you will you no that's not the question what's the question will you and he told this guy he said do you really do you really want to be healed and the guy starts talking about all the reasons he couldn't be
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. well we well we need this component well we need this thing we, Jesus said get up just get up get up get up, get up. sitting there for another 38 years come on get up get up get up now we're not we're not taping for TV in this service so if you need to get up during the, you can get up. <laughs> Just Jesus he ignored him. He didn't. He didn't address all the things that the guy did. Well, I got no an man. Wow. And then people are stepping. Get up! Shut, shut up! Get up! Shut up! <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that part about you can get up. No, you can get. Up. <laughs> Jesus is telling them, "Get, get up! Do you really want it?" Well, like I said, we we can. I want to apply this to the moving of the Spirit. We've been talking this week, uh, of course, a lot, and and I'm so grateful for the direction that we've heard this week. And we talk a lot about our era, and we talk a lot about. Use phrases like the move of God. We use phrases like the end time revival. Right. Right? And we we've been talking about the gifts of the spirit. You know, one thing that I was thinking about is uh, a vision that uh, a great man of God. I consider him a great prophet of God. Fellow named Ed Dufresne. Anybody remember him? (laughs) And he had this vision. You remember the vision of the two ships? Yeah. And the one of them, of course, the one of them they, they were like these people gathered. Man, they were. There was a gathering. There was folk in the first ship, and they were even word folks, and uh, wanted to make movement with God. And they're sitting in the boat, and they were rowing, and not going. <laughs> you hear me? Rowing, not going. <laughs> and uh so so they're there in the boat and you know you remember the story they're kicking up dust and because they're not getting really any results to speak of then they they defined and branded that dust as well that's the glory Uh that's the that's the glory that's at least we have something and they they renamed that dust the glory even though it wasn't it was just dust and i guess it's possible to make movement in a situation like that but just wear yourself out doing it right Right. Yeah. And then, uh, but there was this other ship yeah. Yeah. on the side of it. It said the word and spirit, yeah. the, the SS word and spirit, yeah. you know, yeah. and on that ship, there was another gathering. But that ship wasn't they weren't rowing. They were flowing. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't rowing. They were flowing yeah. down a mighty river, yeah. making movement. Yeah. Yeah. And it was in that situation where they were flowing in a mighty river that you look down over the ship. And anybody remember what's there? All the bottles? Huh? And what's in the bottle? Jack Daniels? No, not Jack Daniels. I don't, I, I'd name others, but since I don't partake, I don't know. I have wine to drink that they know not of. Praise the Lord. So I, I don't know all the names, you know. But uh, but anyhow, they picking up bottles. And in one was word of wisdom, word of knowledge. Gifts of healing. Where are you going to find all those? huh? In the flow. In the river. And so, and of course, it was, it was absolutely, it was beautifully taught, absolutely correct. You know, saying that we are not to force the operations of God. Anybody, I've been in some services, oh my Lord, where people have uh, forced a prophecy. You know what I'm talking about? and and there's even you know really there's even folk that are teaching people how to on demand get word of words of knowledge and this is this is how you you know you get your notebook and and you write down what color shirt this and and then you go and then you take it to them and you say uh god showed me you had a red shirt on (laughs) and 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 folk are branding that like as the word of knowledge kind of on demand use it anytime you want well no 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 Because didn't Mark 16 say, go into all the world and show folk what color shirt they got? Huh? No, No, what you supposed to do? How about we go into the world, preach? Preach them that gospel. Stop talking about their shirt. Amen. And so there's a balance in there. We know, yes, God's a revealer. He can show folk things. Yes, he can. But, but we also have to, we want the real, we want the genuine operation of these things. And so on one hand, we don't force the operation of the gifts as, as we've been taught. Absolutely not. It's gross. <laughs> it doesn't work. It really, it really doesn't. But on the other hand, you can get sailing so fast down that river, baby. You can, you can get flowing so strong in the river of God right. yeah. Come on. that you don't have to go fishing for the bottles. <laughs> they jump up and yeah. you, you, ever seen, you ever seen one of the fishing shows or whatever where they're in the boat and all of a sudden like a salmon comes up, smacks the guy in the head, <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> how many know what you stuck? stuff can jump in your boat you can get in such you can get in such a flow that it almost seems like stuff is on demand you know what I mean it's just because they're working they're, it, they're popping <laughs> you got to keep your eyes open going down the river you get hit with something <laughs> We say, why Brother Noel laying out there? Oh, he got hit with discerning of spirits. He'll be back in a little while. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stuff will jump in the boat. Yeah. You remember Brother Hagin would talk about the healing revival. And he said this, because, you know, what, what made the healing revival the healing revival? There was a abundance and a great manifestation of. Of some of the gifts of the Spirit, but particularly gifts of healings, working of miracles. Just lots of them, lots of them. In fact, he was praying for those uh, in the 1940s. And the Lord said to him, finally, at the close of World War II, there'll come a revival of divine healing. Yes. Well, and it was those those gifts, those manifestations of the Spirit. He was praying specifically about those. And then the Lord said revival of divine healing. So that's what it was. Yeah. And Brother Hagen said it was, it was like healing was just... Saturated the atmosphere. I said, you, you know, truthfully, people who didn't even have much of a ministry—we're getting eyes open, blind eyes open. So that's the other side of the coin. Is is on the on the one hand, no, we don't force these things. But thank God, we can also get to the place where there's there's such consistent operation. And I believe that's where we want to be headed. Amen. But what's it what's it depend on? Depends on us f- being in the flow. Yeah. It depends us being in the river of God Amen. and not just sitting around the pool. That's right. Waiting. Yeah. waiting. Yeah. And you can understand sometimes why folk are sitting around waiting because they'll, they'll sit around the pool. You can just imagine the conversations at the pool of Bethesda all those years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next, I tell you what, here's what's going to happen next time. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always talking about what's uh-huh. coming. Always yeah. talking about what's uh-huh. I'm doing. Next time it gets stirred. Yeah, next yes. time. Come on, I missed that one, but next time it's yeah. gonna get stirred. Yeah. And Jesus comes along, changed their theology. Yes. Y'all want it? Y'all want it? Yeah. Get up and get it. Yeah. Get up and take it. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And, and, so, and so, you know, it's it's easy to sit around and, and just sit, talk about what's coming. And, and because, and listen, knowing that we don't want to operate stuff in the flesh, we don't. But right on the other hand, Jesus, when he said, get up, there's a reason he did that. Jesus, do you think was aware of the price of redemption? Yes. What he was soon to bear. What he was soon to suffer. Amen. And bless God. If you were the one that was going to pay, for the, pay the price. For the healing of every person that ever lived. <laughs> you think you'd be pretty aggressive. Pretty bold with it. Like, bless God I'm paying for this. You're going to eat it. <laughs> I'm paying for this. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And so that's why Jesus was just bold about it. Jesus said, well, get up. Don't you tell me. Listen, remember, you remember Luke 13, Luke 13, the woman bowed over with the spirit of infirmity, 18 years, couldn't get up. Huh? Jesus, the Bible says Jesus saw her and he called her to him. Yes. Yes. That would have taken a while. I mean, why didn't he go to her? Well, because because there was an opportunity for faith. Yes. Amen. She came to him and he said, woman, be you're free. You're free from your infirmity. And it thrilled everybody around there. Didn't it just thrill everybody? <laughs> no, what happened? The religious people, the religious people got all mad, all fussy about it, and they said, "You, this is the Sabbath, and there's six days in which you could come be healed. At least they had six-day faith. That's pretty good. A lot of folk have no, di- no faith for no healing. They had faith for healing for six days. And Jesus wouldn't have it. Jesus wouldn't have it, he said, you hypocrite. If, if your ox or your ass falls into, falls into the, you'll pull them out on the Sabbath day. Not, not, not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound these 18 years, be loosed from her infirmity on the Sabbath day? So what's the point? If Jesus paid for seven, six won't do. He paid for seven. He paid for it all. And so that's listen. That's why we find somebody today who, if we, if you find somebody who's saying, "I'm just, I'm just waiting on God to save me," well, we know, we know how to help them. What you say? What do you tell them? Yeah. You don't have to wait you don't have to wait are you kidding me and you start talking about what jesus has accomplished you start talking about what redemption has made available and you say you can have it do you really want it yeah Yeah, i really want it well get up then you can have it right now and this listen the same thing's true for healing you i'm just waiting for now this one's more common isn't it because a lot of folk have heard the gospel and they know, not to, they know not to say, well, I'm just waiting on God to get in the notion of saving me. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, we've been taught better, haven't we? Yeah. On, but what about with healing? Well, with healing, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. You find somebody, well, I'm just waiting on God yeah. in his own good time uh, right. to heal me. And if they live long enough, 38 years later, They'll still be waiting on God in his own good time to heal them. Anybody remember, uh, I think last time I got to minister here at the church, anybody remember when God's good time is? Yeah. Behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. And that word salvation, you know what it is. It doesn't just mean salvation. Now is the day of healing. Now is the day of provision. Now is the day of deliverance. And I want you to also know now is the time of the moving of the Spirit of God. Now is the time of revival. Now, 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 now is revival. And we need to be really just as aggressive saying that as Jesus was when he came around to this guy he said stop waiting you done waiting because I got to bless God pay for this get up and take it get up and take it yeah. in the in the boat that was in the dry river no bottles and, no, and nobody nobody saw any bottles around huh no, no the bottles are in the river yeah. bottles are in the flow I want I want a bottle <laughs> give me my bottle. and I want it now anybody have a baby wants their bottle now huh I want my bottles now (laughs) not waiting for my bottle no I'm not (laughs) and so we we must renew our mind well is there any scripture that talks about uh, the outpouring of God being available now well I'm glad you asked I'm glad you asked uh, I'm just reminded of Acts chapter 2, yeah. what happened on the day of Pentecost. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. amen when the spirit fell. Yeah. amen and they got so saturated. Yeah. Yeah. I said they just got so saturated yeah. with God yeah. Yeah. and uh, so, so much so that that really the building couldn't contain it where they were, that upper room couldn't contain it where they were. and it ended up and it ended up uh, really navigating them outside. Yeah to where the crowd was just so happened, just so happened that there was a Jewish minister's conference, an international minister's conference, people from all over the world who just happened to be there then. Peter ends up, Peter who a couple days ago was denying that he even knew Jesus is now standing up at the minister's conference (laughs) preaching under the inspiration of the Spirit. And the people are asking, what meaneth this? What's this all about? And Peter said, this is that. Which is spoken by the prophet Joel. And the King James says, it shall come to pass in the last days. But really, look at the Greek. You can go home, look at the Greek. It really doesn't say it shall come to pass. Because that denotes future. It really says it shall be. Right? It shall be. IN THE LAST DAYS THAT I WILL POUR OUT MY SPIRIT ON ALL FLESH ALL FLESH IF SALVATION IS AVAILABLE NOW IF PROSPERITY IS AVAILABLE NOW IF HEALING I WANT YOU TO KNOW THERE'S AN OUTPOURING OF GOD THAT'S AVAILABLE NOW I'M TELLING YOU I'M TELLING YOU IT'S NOW I do understand, and I want to balance this out. I do understand there is a plan of God for every service. And and there are different things that he wants us to accomplish. I'm speaking in general terms when I say that it's now. I was driving the other day uh, in my home state, Colorado, and I was driving on Route Interstate 70. Interstate 70 goes through this town. In Western Colorado, called Glenwood Springs. If you ever have driven through there, there's Glenwood Canyon. It's it's one of the most beautiful drives in our country for about 20 miles. And uh, man, you you going through there, you see these huge mountains, and then on the side of the road, really just right off the side. I think it's the Colorado River. We have the Arkansas River that comes to Colorado, and then the Colorado River comes supposed to come out here. <laughs> and. Uh, it, in theory, it comes out here when it's not dried up. <laughs> and, and I saw that the other day. And I said, holy smokes. Because we've lived there. I've, I, you know, we don't live just in that part of the state. We live more east. But uh, I've driven through there maybe a dozen or so times since I've lived in Colorado. And uh, really, most of the time, it's just a little trickle. You know, not much going on. There's been times there hasn't been any water at all in it. Just a bunch of rocks. This time, we've had a couple years with a really good snowpack, really good precipitation, and our drought is over there. And so this time, man, I'm I'm driving through there, and my eyes are bugging because I'm seeing this, whoa! I mean, a powerful, flowing river with some whitewater rapids. Come on, we're going to get up a crew and go rafting right now. You ever been whitewater rafting? (laughs) No? You have a good time doing that. Uh, We could tell you some stories. I'll never forget the Dufresne family camp in Salida a number of years ago. And uh, Brother Mitch Morgan talked me into, I had a rubber raft. And he said, Joel, bring it, bring it. We're going to put that in the river. And uh, so I did. And I, I said, well, before he uses it. I'm going to get my, you know, my kids, we're, we're younger then, and I'm going to get my kids and my wife, and we decide we're going to put it in the river. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, man, you test your family dynamics doing something like that. We ended up, I'm, I kid you not, we ended up in a tree. Yes? We ended up in a tree. And I'll I, I just tell you something. When you get in a flowing river, you want to have somebody who knows how to navigate that thing. You want to have, some, and that's what, that's what y'all, that's what y'all you are. You're learning the flow so you can navigate that thing so that folk don't end up in a tree. But i tell you, the river is refreshing. The river is a blessing. And anyhow, I saw when I was driving by there, I saw that. And the word of the Lord came to me. And I'll tell you what he said. That's what it should look like. Yes. What was he talking about? Yes. That's what it should look like. What we call the revival. What we call the move of God. I mean, I could... I, I, I could let me just say this, okay, did you, did you hear, when they sang last night, uh, I've got a river, that's not what the Bible, I always tell them, I always tell them, that's not what the Bible says, it's rivers of living water. But the song doesn't have, you know, I guess they, they dipped for the faith they had and they, they at least got one river. So, I got a river. And then if you say, do you have that song up there? I'll just put the background up there if you have the lyrics to that song from last night. And I want to show you what it doesn't. What I saw, what it doesn't look like. If they, you, you let me know when they get those lyrics up there, from from last night. It should be easy, but I, I didn't give them advance notice. Praise the Lord. Anyhow, it was a little creak. It was a little creak, because they wanted to, you wanted to put a background that matches the lyrics, and so don't. And really, don't worry about it. No, where's the background? Give me the background. That's it. That ain't that ain't it. That ain't it. No, that that's better than nothing. That's better than nothing. But that's not what I I just want you to know, that's not what I saw. So let's let's get back to our little gathering around the pool, if we can. Body of Christ, waiting. Oh God, send, send that, send your power. Send your, send your revival. That's like saying send your healing, huh? I'm telling you, he. I, our what's our issue? Our. Uh, you're natural just like I'm, I have a na- you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> until we renew our mind right oh, we, we can operate like well yeah. we call it carnal yeah. right uh, <laughs> and, and carnal people how do they walk by faith or by s- sight and so a lot of times we put definitions on things according to our perspective that's it, that's it perspective well it doesn't look like much so let's not call it too much you know what I mean it's 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 just looks like a little trickle sometimes so let's just let's not you know embellish and and so let's just say well we're 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 just in and I've said this I'm preaching to me I'm I'm, uh, not you me I've said well we're just in the very beginning stages of that that's not what God says that's what I say because I'm seeing a trickle. He's not seeing a trickle. He hasn't released just a trickle. Don't make me come back there now. Come on. He hadn't released just a little trickle. He sent the whole He sent the river. He sent it. Boom. That's what that's what he sent. I know I know years ago, I was uh, there's more than a decade ago. Uh, these things were getting strong in me and I was going to a lot of meetings with Dr. Dufresne and, and then started to teach some of these things back when I was pastoring and, and I'd talk about the revival that's coming. I'm like, and, and something would be grieved on the inside of me when I'd say it. Because what am I doing? I'm, I'm speaking according to the natural perspective. Trying to get God to send it. Trying to get God to do it. And what is that? That's just a lack of having our minds renewed to what the New Testament actually teaches. Amen. Can, can I just say something? I do have the microphone. I mean, they, <laughs> well, we, we must be careful not to get our beliefs and our doctrine just from the gospels. Right. That's. I don't say that to diminish the gospels. Or the Old Testament. But what? It, but you understand, Jesus was not ministering to right. born-again people in the church age. He was preparing them. Yes. Amen. And foreshadowing it. Yeah. He couldn't even, he barely talked about the church. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Barely talked about it. Why? Because people who didn't yet have the love of God shed abroad in their hearts are going to hear that Jews and Gentiles are going to be one. Yeah. They couldn't take it. You, they couldn't take it till they were saved. Right. Right. And so in, in the Gospels, you, you know, Jesus shared it, what they could get yeah. to operate and receive from God at that time. Yeah. And really, so much of the emphasis of the Gospels, like, for example, in the area of prayer is, ask me anything mm-hmm. and what? I'll do, I, I'll, do yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. And you see in the Gospels, people praying to get God to do But you go over into the letters. You get into the actual New Testament. It's a different emphasis. It's not trying to get God to send something. Why? You see, because redemption's already been accomplished. It's not trying to get God to do. It's not trying to get God to send. You look at prayer in the New Testament. It's Father, open their eyes that they may see, that they may know. And that they may lay hold and receive what's already been provided. I know there's, God's working today. God's working tomorrow. God's still doing God. But there's so much that's already been done and made available and been released into our lives that can we just talk about receiving what we already have for a little bit. So, so years ago, I'm I'm studying, praying along these lines, and talking to, you know, talking to my church about what the revival that's coming. Right. Let's go. And like I said, something was grieved on the inside of me, and I got seeking God about it, and He spoke to me just like like He did last week when He said that's what it should look like. Yeah. But what He said to me that time back then, He said, "We're in it." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. We're in it. You want to try that on? You want to see what it sounds like coming out your mouth to try that? Say it. We're in it. If we're in it, then we're not waiting on it. That's God's perspective. And what is the New Testament all about? Coming up He came down to our level to bring us up to his level so that we could see like him, talk like him, operate like him, and and have and help bring to pass in the earth what he's already made available. Glory to God. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it to win it, baby. Come on. We're in it now. It's been released. Now, the, the great flood of the river of God where all the bottles fly up into your boat. We're in that. We're in that. And God needs a people who will stop waiting around the pool. And so I got to ask you today, do you really want it? Do now now, now wait a second. Be careful how you answer. Do you really do you really want it. Yes. Because um, I was preaching, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find out. When. <laughs> because we're the champions. We are, we are. You want to sing it for us? Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I was preaching in Kansas it been less than a year ago preaching kind of along the, some of these lines and I, caught my, I heard myself say something. I couldn't believe I said it when I said it.
1: Yeah.
0: And I said this. I said, you, you can have revival anytime you want it. Yeah. And if you don't have it, it's because you don't want it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Y'all liked shouting a little bit ago. I'm, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> you can have revival anytime you want it. And if you don't have it, it's because you don't want it. (laughs) Praise God. I usually use an organ, but this works too. Anyway. (laughs) You you can have revival anytime you want it. your, Your church can have revival anytime you want it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but sit down because if you don't have it, it's because you don't really want it. Oh <laughs> my Now, now let's be careful what we call revival, uh, because why would people not really want it? And since I've already. What did I pray last night? God help me not mess anything up. But anyhow, um, can I tell you, I'm going to look straight ahead. They used to have a center aisle, so I didn't have to make eye contact. i just look, I'll look over you. Because not everybody that says they want it really wants it. And I'll, I'll look down this aisle. I'll tell you who oftentimes says it the loudest. But once at the least,
1: pastors,
0: (laughs) 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 ministry leaders, how do you know? (laughs) I I, I have it wherever I go, typically. (laughs) I mean, the Spirit will (laughs) fall. Acts chapter 2 things happen and spirit yeah. fall and there's there's some though they'll, they'll, they'll shut it down as yeah. fast as they can yeah. Yeah. Now, now listen if it's not God shut it down <laughs> yeah. if it's flesh yeah. shut it down but I'm talking about the real deal yeah. and I'm not just talking about let let me let me share the experience of dr. deFran preaching at a particular church. I will certainly not mention where a particular church, a particular city. He was preaching for a pastor who had a worldwide ministry and he was preaching and he, I heard him tell the story. He said, the spirit came on me towards the end of the service. And I started to step out and minister and the power of God started to get dense in the place. And permeate the place. And the pastor walked up behind me and said, you're done. (laughs) And that pastor, you got to struggle to find his ministry today. He's still out there, but you got to struggle to, I mean, he was worldwide TV. Can't hardly find him. Stood up and said, you're done. I've had it happen. I had the. I was I was minister I ministered in a church <laughs> in a particular city yeah. in a particular place yeah. <laughs> particular church yeah. and the pastor wasn't going to be there well when the pastor's not there I'm extra conservative you know what I mean I'm I i do not want to li- I just want to be a blessing and and he, and he said he said well I've been ministering on the gifts of the spirit would you, is that something you feel like you could fit in. That's like asking my dog, would you like some uh, hamburger? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, yes, I'd love to. And so I go go there and I I just, I don't remember exactly what what road I started going down. But as I'm preaching, I'm realizing, I guess just picking it up in my spirit. Most of these people aren't filled with spirit. Most of them. Well, there's churches like that. So you just, you know, the Lord starts tweaking and adapting. And so what do we start talking about? There ain't going to be no gifts if there ain't no filled. Right. <laughs> it's got to be a river. What's, what's being filled with the Spirit? That's the river in you yes. and flowing out of you. Yes. Yes. And if that's not there, yeah. we don't need to be talking about the gifts. No. What is it? Just a theory? We want you to know our right. scientific chart know. on the. On... <laughs> <laughs> we preach about them to have them. Amen. Amen. And so, and so, uh, I started talking about being filled with the Spirit, and I and I could yeah. see some people hungry, and and uh, and then so of course I gave the opportunity. I said, "Anybody here? You want that? You can receive that. Mm-hmm. When? Receive yeah. yeah. that right now." Right now. Yeah. And not everybody who needed to come came, but a but a, a handful yeah. came up, and then here co- and then coming down the aisle real quick comes the associate pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Comes scooting down the aisle in his polo shirt, you know, and, and comes up and he takes the microphone and he and he gets in front of me. He said, "I think what Joel means." Oh. <laughs> no, can you not? And listen, folks, they're only doing what they know. He was scared. He wasn't filled himself. <laughs> See, I think what Joel means is that we all need to go home and reflect. <laughs> oh, I hate reflection. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I mean those, so those are that's an ex, those are extreme examples wow. but, 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 but listen I, oh man I've been ministering in places and, the, and I mean the power of God falls the joy of the Lord starts manifesting and I start getting the looks from the pastor's wife you know what I mean <laughs> start getting the look and the more she gave me the look the more I dug in right in front of her <laughs> You know, when, when the Spirit of God's on you, you're bold. Otherwise, I wouldn't do something like that. But, <laughs> And that's just one of the many places I haven't been invited back, but that's okay. But my question is, do you really... Because the problem is, when floodwaters rise and water, and, and a rushing river rushes, yeah. it can be hard to control every aspect of what ha- changes your landscape, yeah. and not every leader just exactly wants to... Not so sure that I want it. That's why I asked her, are you sure you want it? Because you can have it anytime you want it. And if you don't have it I mean real revival, I mean real fire. I mean you can't I mean you have to start putting extra services in because they keep showing up anyhow. If you don't come to church, the other people are. They Amen. The river of God ran through their life. They're, they're, compl- they're messed up now forever in a good way. They're completely rearranged. They, uh, and they ju- all they know is I've got to get back for more of this. i got to keep it coming. i got to keep it coming. And if you don't want that, you don't want revival. Amen. you got to take everything that comes up in the river. But if you want it, you can have it because we're in it. We're in it. We're in it. We're not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting around the pool. I'm done waiting. I'm waiting. Ain't no need to wait. Ain't no need to wait. The river has been released. If you see it from God's perspective, you got this, you got this already. You got this. It's too late. You got it. You got it already. It's too late. You said you want it can't back up now. We're in it already. We're in it already. It's too late. You just committed. You're committed. You're committed. You're committed. You're committed. 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 You committed. you just got to do what you do in the river! Hey! Hey. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of DeFrame Industries.